Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast, Bad Queens. I am Dana Williamson with Bad Blessed Anointed Destined LLC, the original Bad Queen of the Round Table. And I am here with my colleagues, my cohorts, my travel partners for Triple Threats Travel Queens. This is our second segment in um, something new that we want to do and bring to all of you. Thank you so much for those of you that have listened to the previous podcast. Um, you have truly blessed us, truly blessed us in um, knowing that, you know, we are sharing information that you want to hear. This uh, podcast or, or this new thing, can we just call it a new thing right now, is something that has um, really helped us to grow in understanding our different um, variables, or, or no, not variables, but our different markets and where we are in travel and how we want to reach people. So, again, I thank you all for listening um, and um, blessing us. Uh, we have Tamika Perriman, um, who is in the Georgia area, and she also has, you know, does quick trips and traveling um, as I don't want to say as a single mom, but uh, you know what? She has that insight for moms who teach from home, who are um, have a full plate, and you know what? We're just business women that want to get away. And then we have Erica Shannon, who's in the Texas area, and she comes with a lot of travel knowledge, a lot of small business knowledge, but also being able to help families that have special needs children. Um, to be able to say, hey, you know what, I can go here, I can go there. Um, I, myself, am in the Wisconsin area, and my market basically is day trips or quick weekend getaways for women in business. And what I mean by getaways is basically, you know what, I got a meeting at 8 o'clock in the morning in New York, and I need to leave at 8 o'clock at night on Friday. So <laughs> um, that's <laughs> kind of where my mindset is, and I'm so glad to in the room with these ladies. Ladies, how are you today? I'm doing great. Miko. I am doing well. Thanks for asking. And yourself? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's been a, a long and eventful um, couple of weeks, but I thank God for his grace, favor, and mercy because uh, if it weren't for him, I probably would not be here. So I thank God for him. I thank God for, you know, my life, uh, life, health, and strength. I think me and my kids would always pray that, life, health, and strength. So I'm doing good. Um, Erica, you had a trip planned, a weekend getaway a couple weeks ago. You want to share how that went with us and maybe a little bit about, you know, where you guys went? I did, I did. We went to Crow Springs, Texas which is about three and a half hours from the Dallas area. We took a road trip. Um, I took my daughter and my two grandchildren, and another friend followed down. It was very, number one, relaxing. Uh, the kids yeah. really enjoyed the scenic route, I guess what we would call it. Um, but the area was amazing. They had a garden. They had a campsite. There was a pool. It was just, it was almost tranquil, I guess, to the point that um, we just sat. They had picnic benches and places where you could barbecue and everything, and we just sat and we just talked and 
the kids really just had a good time being out, you know, not having to worry so much about social distancing and everything. Uh, it wasn't like the pictures had said online, but it was still very, very nice. Um, and then we grabbed dinner on the way home because it was kind of a long ride. And it was very nice. Um, the kids, all the kids woke up the next day talking about how much they enjoyed it. So it was, it was a great day trip experience. Wow. Okay. That, that's, that's, that sounds great. That sounds wonderful. You know what that reminds me of? Um, many years ago, and I don't know if you might remember this, uh, Tamiko, especially being from uh, Wisconsin, when we would go on school trips, and we would go to Chicago and just we would have a full day. We would leave at 8 o'clock in the morning, get back about 5 or 6 o'clock at night, and we would have this whole experience. Yeah. Not just, you know, you remember those days? Yep. And that reminds me of that because, you know, you just you go and you come back. You have a great time and you just – come back. Now, some of the trips were, you know, for education purposes, but even still, I remember always having a good time. So I'm glad that that was, that was a great experience for you and for the, for the children. And so how, let me ask you, if I could, how rough was it like on planning? Was it, was it hard to plan and get everyone together? Was it easy to plan because it wasn't that far away? Or what do you, what do you say? especially with your family dynamic? There was definitely some challenges, <laughs> um, as there always are, but I had to wait for Grandma Weekend. I didn't want to interrupt anything else. Uh, the young lady that joined me, we had to coordinate her weekend off. Uh, okay. Her son has autism. I had to coordinate longer hours for the nurse, but as far as, like, Getting up and getting there, um, we left an hour late, which is pretty much always happened. Um, but essentially, you know, getting the getting the the beforehand, packing all the stuff, making the snacks. I mean, we made that a fun part, so we were anticipating having a great time anyway. Other than okay. that, no. I mean, it was the normal stuff. You know, when you're coordinating with someone. We were meeting at a rest at a truck stop, and the truck stop she was at wasn't the address that was sent. So, you know, those kind of things that happened. But other than that, it was a smooth ride down. The weather was great. It wasn't so hot here in Texas. It was late 80s. It it was awesome. It it really was. Oh, that's good. That's perfect. Actually, I'm glad of that. And um, Tamiko, I can't remember when we last did you when we last spoke. Did you have a weekend getaway or a day trip in the past couple I, of weeks? I haven't. I haven't had a trip. You know, the last time we spoke, I was talking about um, planning something soon, uh, but we had a few bumps in the road and some issues. So I haven't planned anything. We didn't. Um, we didn't. I, I guess because of the little hiccup, the little bump in the road that we had, it, it kind of set that planning back a little bit. So, gotcha. 
I totally understand. So I also did not have a day trip. I had my schedule has changed a little bit, but I'm not I'm not concerned because you know it it won't stop me. Because today I I actually went online and I looked for something I've never looked for before. Um, and it's flights, but it's different flights to go to Texas. My family has, uh, my aunt and uncle bought a house in Texas, and I'd like to get there to see them. And um, I had a plan to try to get there in October, but um, for various reasons I didn't, and what I mean by the early part of October. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to fly first class. Oh, okay. And I just, I just want to do that. And I don't even care how much it costs. I want to fly first class. And I would love your thoughts, you guys. I love your thoughts on that. But I want to fly first class, not just to have the experience, but to say Dana did a self-care thing for herself. And that, and that was it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think first class is awesome. Uh, I actually have on my vision board, uh, I want to fly Delta One, which is, uh-huh. I don't know, it's like first appointment, I mean, first apartment or something. It's super awesome. But, yeah, you should fly first class, and it's totally doable. Totally doable, yes, that is for sure. Um I my next trips, no matter what they are, I want them all to be first class, if not private jet, and also because I like trains, business class. So I I'm that's my goal in the next. I, actually, I think that's on my 500 list, which means sometime in the next 365 days. <laughs> so um, in the past couple of weeks. Um, do you guys just have anything to share, some insights that you just kind of might have ran, run into since starting this, or not, not starting this, but actually, you know, looking at travel differently? Have you guys uh, run into, I, will, I don't want to say positive, but what, what have you run into travel-wise? What, have you, what has come across your phones, laptops, what's, what's come across your desk that you said, oh, wait a minute? This is an idea for your area of expertise or whatnot. I haven't come across anything like that, but I will tell you that many airlines have already stopped doing their no change fees, and that just seems so bewildering to me. Oh, wow. Because the numbers are still super high and they're growing, but at this point if you're purchasing flights, it's best to go with someone that still is offering change fees for free because a lot of them have stopped already. Wow. Oh, wow. Yep. Yep. Wow. I some, some rates today, and I'm like, wow, they're, you know, a lot of the major ones even, I'm like, they're, you know, reading, because it's usually in blue, and I'm reading, like, maybe I missed it, and then I actually called, and they're like, no, we stopped that. I'm like, wow. Okay. Hmm. Tamika, go ahead. You had something to share? Oh, I was, um, so as Erica said, I, didn't, I haven't had anything, you know, 
come across my desk or computer or anything, but just um, some opportunities that I've seen just being out um, and took advantage of earlier this week. Me and uh, my youngest son were out, and, you know, if, if you've ever been to Georgia in the Atlanta area, mm-hmm. everything is so spread apart. So we live um, far southeast of the actual city of Atlanta. So mm-hmm. um, sometimes even where we are to get to things that are in the city that we're located in, we have to go into uh, – so we live in Decatur. But okay. a lot of things that happen in Decatur are in the um, – city of Decatur, which is maybe 20, 25 minutes away from us. So then it, it's the same thing. We have to get on the highway to get into Atlanta and something. If we're not in the area, we just don't go to. So um, we we were out for an appointment, and I was like, okay, so we're, we're going to go through downtown Atlanta, which is going to put us close to uh, – very popular restaurant in Atlanta, on the west side of Atlanta, called Slutty Vegan. Mm. So we um, we went over there. We I, I put on the GPS, and I just said, we're, we're just going to go. We're going to go. This is our first time going there. Um, if you ever seen them on Instagram, I, I know they're on Instagram for sure. They may have a Facebook page, but it's a really popular restaurant. There's always a line. It opens at noon. And so when I put in the GPS, it said we would get there about uh, 11.45. Mm-hmm. Well, when we got over there, there's a line already outside. And they make it a that. whole experience for you. And the restaurant is it's just a walkthrough. And I believe now they're, they're taking orders outside just because of the COVID situation. But they okay. take your order outside. Um, you go in right inside the door, you get your receipt, and you just walk. You know, they they have everybody socially distanced inside and outside. You walk down the counter, they make your food, and boom, you're gone. But um, it's one of those things that if I think that if you're vegan or if you're not vegan, it's so popular in Atlanta that, you just want to experience. So I just wanted to experience it, and the food was actually pretty amazing. The um, the whole staff or crew or whoever, whatever they call themselves, are they? I mean, they greet you at the door. They ask if you've ever been there. You know, they're shouting you out. They got music playing outside. So it's just for a restaurant that's just um, they have specialty burgers, a specialty sauce. Um, they serve like fried pickles, but it's it's so small and it's so popular, but they go over the top, and I guess that's why people go there. And, you know, when people come from other cities or states, they go there, um, and you can even check out on their on their Instagram page. I know they always post like celebrities. Most recently, I saw that the brat was there. Um, Snoop Dogg was there a couple of months ago when he was in Atlanta. And so I um, just had that experience on the, you know, we're just out during the day 
And one thing, I love to eat and drink things, things and just have new experiences. So that's something that we just did while we were out for an appointment, something that we normally would not do because it probably takes us about 30 minutes just to get to that side of town where the restaurant is. Oh, wow. Wow. And it, it sounds like it was great, even though, you know, yeah, you had to do some travel. It sounds like it was great. I would love to – I have to get there I to Georgia um, for ministry reasons, hopefully before the end of the year. I would love to go there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you will love it. It's a, it's a really good experience. And I was, I was out today again. I had, an, I had two different appointments. So the second appointment that I had took me about forty-five minutes north of home. <laughs> so when I was on my way back, I was, um, I know that I had passed the baseball stadium. It, it, it was SunTrust, but it has a different name now, like Truist Stadium already has a different name. But mm-hmm. there's, um, I always heard them talk about the battery, the battery, battery. And I was like, what is the battery? So I just put it in my GPS today on my way home. And it's actually um, you drive to where the stadium is, but outside the stadium there's, just a whole nother, you know, a whole nother atmosphere that you can experience on the stadium grounds where there's different restaurants and bars and shopping all in that area. So it's kind of like, um, I, you know, I know they're doing some things different around that Bayshore area, but it reminded me of that area driving in there. Okay, yeah, okay, okay. And, and I, I just, I, I saw um, a parent with two small kids, and then I saw another a couple with the kids, and so that just, you know, it just made me think about the people that have visited here, and that's there, and we, because of where it is, we never go, and mm-hmm. you know, I. I was thinking as I was driving around, I didn't stop. I just drove around to see what was in there. I was just thinking, you know, if someone came here to visit, that would be a place that, you know, we could go and walk around and just, it w- I think it would be um, a good time if you're shopping. Um, I'm not sure if there was a movie theater there, but there were a lot of different restaurants. Uh, so this gave me a chance to see what else is going on in this huge city is is really just a large place that I'm still exploring after being here four and a half years. Okay. Well, that makes sense, though. Um, I was in Hartford, uh, Wisconsin, for a year, and um, although they're building up a little more now than when I was there, even just being in that little, and it's a rural area, not so much city life. Mm-hmm. For a year, there were things that I just learned. Even after you know getting ready to do the travels that I did in November of 2016, it was like, okay, wait, I'm I'm learning something new. You know, there's there's a way to get to Milwaukee without having to get on the freeway, and you know, drive into town 15 minutes just to get on the freeway when I can go a whole another way. Now, it's a scenic route, but what I mean by scenic is you get more of the country views, yeah. um, 
various landscapes and stuff like that. And you go through different counties and, you, you know, you get into Milwaukee a totally different way. And it's just, you know, sometimes the older you get, you don't want the hustle and bustle, but you want to yeah. see the new things. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of I'm glad of that. I'm glad that that worked out and everything. You know, what's funny as you were talking and I was thinking when you said, you know, when someone visits uh or or comes in or whatnot, this would be a great place for them to go to. I was thinking both of you ladies are in states where your winters are very different than mine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I was thinking maybe we could share what someone from what would be good in each of our states for someone, whether they're on business or on leisure trips, to go to in our various states. And um, Erica, did you want to like kind of start with that? What what would be a great place for me to bring my uh, business colleagues to, or you know, it's a getaway and I and I need to do some business. What would be a great place for me to go to in your area? Well, Arlington, which is the actual city that I live in, it's about 20 minutes from Dallas. Uh, the Cowboy Stadium is here. The Maverick Stadium is in Arlington as well. And the baseball stadium will be done, I think, next week or something. So all of those attractions. And it's a whole maybe four-block experience. Like they have Arlington Live. Of course, in the winter, too, because it doesn't get as cold, so they have outdoor mm-hmm. concerts and things like that. And Texas is known for their food, so there's a ton of eating establishments that you could go to, but mainly the sports part, I think, and it, it can be all the sports. So I would say the sports parts, and that's, you know, right outside of the airport, which makes it pretty accessible as well. Okay. Okay, perfect. Um, Tamiko, what you got? Well, I I would um, definitely recommend the Battery area where the baseball stadium stadium is, and um, it's probably only about twenty minutes from downtown Atlanta, but then also um, in downtown Atlanta, um, just like. Erica has in Arlington, there's the um, the football stadium, the basketball arena is right down, like right across the street. The um, CNN building, that's, uh, I, I believe, they may still be doing to- tours there. Before I moved here, my sister and I went on a tour there. They actually have... Um, well, they had at the time, so I would definitely say during these times I would check into it. But, you know, this, um, they have the city passes here where you can pay a certain amount of money and then um, travel to different different venues. Um, so I know the CNN building was one of them. You get a tour there. Um, there was a tour at the – oh, what is – I can't even think of the name of it um, – there are a bunch of tours. Anyway, the Coca-Cola building <laughs> is down there. The aquarium is down there. So you can look into the city path and see how many attractions um, that you think you can visit 
in a certain amount of days. I think the passes are like two, three, four, five-day passes. And then the um, there are additional attractions with the amount the amount of days that you choose. So mm-hmm. that's definitely something to look in look into where you'll um, be able to do a lot of tours. And we we did a lot of them. We I know we did the aquarium, the Coca Cola building. We I probably paid about eighty dollars for each one of the tickets, and it had um, I, probably ten attractions on it. So. I, I would say coming into Atlanta, if you want to do something like that and just go for it, get the bang for your buck, <laughs> that would be a you know a, a good investment. The Atlanta City Pass. That's awesome. That is awesome. So I'll say that one of the things that would be great here. Oh wait, let me let me, before I lose this thought. Let me say. Y'all know I love Coca-Cola. <laughs> but let me tell you, this being 2020, I I it's been 16 years since I toured that building. I was in um Atlanta for the National Girl Scout Convention which was major at that time in 2004 October. Um, because that is where Girl Scout, Girl Scouts, excuse me, originally started. And so we were, I, I don't know if it's a conference center or if it's an um, auditorium of, of, of some sort that's right near the Coca-Cola building, mm-hmm. but we had all of our, we had our daily events there and yeah, I that yeah, it's been so long I need to go back. <laughs> really? But one of the other things though to tie into that here in Milwaukee and actually I actually think it's called it's Brown Deer, but we have a corporate Coca-Cola corporate office and it used mm-hmm. to be in the heart of Milwaukee and it moved and I just thought it left until the last 5 6 years when I noticed that it was in Brown Deer. And I said, why would they want to hide Coca-Cola from me? Why would, why would they do that? <laughs> why? Well, you know, like, right. So but what I was going to suggest, especially for you guys that have some kids that are um, under 18 or even under 15, is up north and they do this, uh, there's like the Christmas train of life. And it's it's really nice. Uh, I think we had one one year in Milwaukee, and it was it was nice. It's just very very cold, obviously. But and some people in Milwaukee don't take advantage of some of those things, you know, just being able to sit. But up north, you know, during this time of year, we would start to see you know Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Christmas celebrations, and then they have this train of life. But then in Chicago, because I think Chicago is just our cousins, you know, that just, <laughs> just has to be what it is. But they have the Polar Express. Oh. And I have yet to go to the Polar Express, but I want to. Now, um, have you guys seen the movie Polar Express? Yeah, I've yes. seen the movie. Yes. 
So I want to go and I want to experience it that way. And if it's not that that experience, I'm definitely going to tell them. <laughs> but I I I think that that would be something outside of because you guys live in, you know, you guys you guys don't get snow and your cold is probably our summer. That would be a great thing for you guys as families to come to here in the Midwest or even um, in the uh, in Wisconsin, either up north or, uh, yeah, Chicago. They're our relatives. We're just going to claim them. They may not like it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, some of the other things I think, too, is um, the art museum that we just kind of take for granted. And I think as women, you know, because we find beauty in a lot of things, that the art museum here is probably a plus, um, even for even for young 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 people, um, even for children. It gives them a different eye of life than what they might see on television. So I think that that's that's a plus for you know anyone coming from any area, or and even the people that live right here. I yeah, I would agree with that. What um regarding the art museum. I actually went there before I left Milwaukee. I went there for my birthday one day. Like everybody was at school. I was alone. I got, you know, got dressed and went and just hung out in the art museum for a few hours. And then um, I think I got something to eat there too, which is always good. But, um, yeah, I would definitely say that is a plus for Milwaukee. Okay, that's good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, one thing I'm going to ask you guys, do you have, and I know there's one some in the city probably of Atlanta, but you would know better than I would, Tamiko, um, business-wise, um, because I am a uh, boutique delegate, which basically is a buyer um, for various boutiques, do you guys have a easily accessible fashion district, either of you, either in Georgia or in Texas? Uh, in Texas, we have a fashion district. It's uh, Harry Hines Lane. Okay. Yeah, we have we have that, and they have everything from textiles to fabric to shoes to purses. To, it's about six blocks, I think, on both sides. Okay. Oh, perfect. And I'm I'm not sure. <laughs> there probably is, but I'm not sure. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay because you guys have you you guys have um I don't I keep saying I want to say movie theaters, but not movie theaters. You have the opportunity for people to get involved in acting there easily. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, very easily. That's a plus too. Even to visit. A, sets, various sets. That would be a good um Yeah, I think I think uh right now everything is shut down. Um and nothing is open to the public because of COVID. So Oh wow. Yeah, there's I don't I don't even believe that Tyler Perry Studios is doing the tours that he had planned on doing because when he's working now he only allows the people that are working on the studio lot. And when they work, um, uh, um, 
they have to stay there the entire time. But Tyler okay. Perry, he he shoots really quickly. But okay. you know, still, I I actually was um, talking to a friend of mine who is trying to become a set teacher, and she said that um, someone that she knows had applied to be a set teacher, but they expected them to be there on the um, studio lot for mm-hmm. 30 days with no contact with family. I mean, not no contact, but not they can't leave the lot for 30 days while they're working. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, um, a lot of the most, – most sets are normally closed sets anyway, mm-hmm. um, but – some of the studios, like the studio tours, I'm sure all of those are shut down because they're doing, like, really vigorous testing as far as um, if you're working for longer than a week now, you have to have um, sometimes two to three tests for COVID. I, I just had to have my first test today because I plan on going back to work um, next week. So, um, yeah. There, there is pretty locked down now. Wow, been able to go back to work. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Well, we all have to go through some kind of process changes. I know I mentioned that because um, it it allows an opportunity to an opportunity for people in various industries, um, for lack of a better term, rub elbows. And you know now. Those kinds of things are limited. You you know, you're absolutely right. And it's fair. It's troublesome, but it is fair. And yeah. so, um, but I wrote down Harry Hines' place. I'm going to make a note of that for some of my clients. And um, someone told me last week after I had did a TikTok that I did an excellent job. I should add acting to my resume so you never know. I might be inboxing you on some things. You never know. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to add something else. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Have either of you been to Santee Alley in California? No. Oh, No. no. So Santee Alley is absolutely amazing. It is all wholesale fashion district. A lot of people catch flights to Las Vegas and drive over, or you can catch a flight to LAX is usually pretty expensive, but maybe you can fly into Long Beach. I've flown into Long Beach before. You just rent a car and you go over there. But it's several, several blocks of wholesale in the fashion district. But also... um, I've also gone there before. I've gone with Southwest with the two free bags. My two free bags were empty when I went there, but I knew that I was going to get stuff. And I filled up my two two free bags and brought everything back. They also, you know, they're super. They'll mail stuff for you. It's really, and California is beautiful anyway, so you get to see all of that at the same time. But, yeah, Santee Alley is really, really nice. And they're open now, too. They are practicing uh, social distancing, but they are open. You know, I I think that um, my mom talked about that because she's in the airline industry, and um, she has a friend that would do the the same thing. And so when we visited California some years back, she talked about that, and she was telling me about that. But I had ah. 
that that's that's good. Um, I may have to look into that. <laughs> um, yeah, it is. Well, listen, that brings me into two things. Um, two things that are related to each other. Now, one, uh, the COVID situation, you know, and I say it lightly as a situation, not because I don't, you know, that I disregard the severity of it, but that it's it's a situation. We all continue to live. You know, we just yeah. talked about taking trips. We just talked about living life. We just talked about building business. We just talked about, you know, going to restaurants. We, we did just talk about what's closed and what's open, but it, it, we are still living. You know, it hasn't at least between the three of us, it hasn't put us on a complete and utter I can't do anything sort of mindset. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we're all out there abiding by the wearing the masks, hand sanitizer, and the social distancing. I, I'm sure we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But when you think about what we've just said about processes changing, and if you look at the numbers across the the nation, I will not say the globe as of yet, but if you look at the numbers across the nation, do you feel like we still are triple threat, triple triple threat travel queens are doing the right thing and saying, hey, we do have to still, we do have to live and we may have to get on a plane or a train or an automobile and walk away from our homes for a day or two um, to some other state or some other county. Do you do you think we're taking a risk in that? And if, if so, why? If if no, you know, what are your thoughts? I mean, I have my own, but I, I'd like to hear what you guys say. Well, I I definitely would say that we're all taking a risk, but with the precautionary measures that you take in doing anything when you're outside your home, especially um, I just for the sake of not feeling trapped and locked down and um, which, you know, can lead to anxieties and depressions and all of those things, I say that we have to, we have to get out. You know, it may not it may not be okay for everyone. There are people that are in situations where they're more vulnerable because of um, prior health situations or concerns. But, you know, I, I, for the sake of just not being trapped or feeling trapped or um, kind of losing it, I would say, yes, I would go explore. You know, it, you don't have to go far as, as I've just experienced, there are so many things that I haven't um, experienced just locally that I can still go and I feel safe because I, I've got my mask on, I'm sanitizing, you know, even when I'm in my car, when I'm going into a place, when I'm coming out of a place, when I get home, I'm protecting myself, I'm protecting the people that are around me, and I'm protecting the people that are in my home. I'm going to be safe. And um, so I, I feel like, yeah, it's, it's a good time to say, hey, be safe, be careful, but go out, get that peace of mind, relax somewhere, enjoy yourself, 
just you know, just do it. Sounds yeah, it, uh, you're exactly right. Um, and that brings me to my next point. But did you have Erica? What what do you think? I've actually had several clients ask me that. My my thoughts are, yes, it's a risk, but it's a calculated risk because you it it requires some pre planning. Um, you know, for for where you're going and even for when you come back. But, yes, it's a risk, but life is a risk. People, you know, yeah. things happen to people just walking outside the door, walking across the street, you know, that kind of stuff. I personally refuse to live in fear, yeah. so I'm going to still go because I think 2020 has shown to me you definitely don't know what tomorrow is coming. You have absolutely no control over it, so yeah. why live in fear of it? Now, I personally won't go out of the country because I've had people who left and the doors were closed. Oh, I have okay. too much here <laughs> for me to allow that mm-hmm. to happen to, but will I travel within the state? Absolutely. Will yeah. I, you know, take those extra precautions? I sure will. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that okay. So that gives me more to respond to or to ask about, but um, quickly, let me say, um, I also agree with both of you. Yes, it's a risk. I, I also agree that it's a calculated risk. Um, and I definitely, being the uh, faithpreneur, as there's a coin, a, a term already coined at that, um, or let me say a badpreneur, blessed on a destinypreneur, I feel like if it's my time, it's going to be my time, whether I'm here or whether I'm there, wherever there may be. Um, I am waiting to travel out of the country. And what I mean by waiting is I'm waiting on God to say, hey, go ahead and go. Um, and this is where I need you to go. I'm not afraid to um, – I won't second guess leaving. And that's, that's just me and, and where I stand. But – I'm also putting the things in place while I wait mm-hmm. on what that looks like with what you said, Erica. You know, what if I, okay, I'm able to leave. I'm able to go over to uh, Dominican Republic, not Dominican Republic. I'm able to go over to, let's just say Italy, and something happens where I can't get back. I'm good. And the only reason why I say it that way is that I know, you know, my, my kids are all grown. Um, the grandkids that my, my daughter will do just fine. Her, her, uh, dad is here. They'll, they'll be okay. But I also know while I'm here that they don't depend on me as much anyway. So my whole thing would be, okay, now they're going to panic because I can't get back. As long as they know I can get back, they're good. But if I can't get back, they're going to panic. So, (laughs) but I, I think I'm expectant of that. I don't even know how to say it. But in my mind, I'm thinking once I'm gone, if, if once God allows that doorway, I'm gone. And then once I'm gone, that door may close, and then am I prepared for whatever that is? And I think I would be. Um, yeah, you know, I, I know I would be. But other people, you know, especially in our various circles or in our niche market or any of that, you know, they may not be. So I'm glad that we have – our three different views, but we all do agree, yes, it's a risk, but do you allow it to just keep you stagnant in your own house? No. Go places. 
do things, even if it's in your own state or it's just within the states. Um, I think because I do a lot of things in regards to business, and I always tell people that their backyard uh, doesn't end in, in their city or state, you know, always look at what things are nationally, um, internationally, and always globally, you know, always. We're just saying globally. Mm -hmm. So, um, but then that brings me to, you know, what Erica said about the wholesale district in California. And I'm just, I'm going to assume that's in Los Angeles. Um, I, I would love for our next conversation to be me saying, guess what? I'm going to go to Las Vegas and then I'm driving to Santa Alley. <laughs> Because make sure you call me. One well I sure will. I like shopping. Who wants to go? Who wants to go? Let's 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 consider we don't have to talk about it now, but let's consider this a conversation in the next few days, you know, or something. Because I'm in. At some point okay. So at some point it's it's just, you know, let's go, you know, and what would be stopping you? And my whole thing this week, especially getting to talk with you guys today, was I have so many different things happening Monday through Friday. I cannot wait until Saturday comes because then I have nothing expectant of me other than the few things I, I normally do and the one thing I added to my schedule. I, I don't have a lot of things expected of me that were expected of me this week. And so then I have this breather. But, yeah, talking to you guys, like, uh-uh, I think I want to plan two things, and I want to see how over the top I can do this mm. because it can be done. We serve an awesome cool. God. It can be done. <laughs> so that so. makes me think of something. There was a huge window of opportunity when everybody was, when everything was running around and you couldn't find the toilet paper and all of that kind of stuff, there was a right. huge window of opportunity that a lot of people missed out on. When you saw some of these people going, you know, over to Bali and wherever else, over to China, I was looking at people round-trip flights from everywhere, $27. I myself was renting SUVs for $7 a day. So there was yeah. a huge window of opportunity. That window... Mm -hmm in my opinion, has now closed. Um, yeah. Those same rental cars are $57 a day, and I haven't yeah. seen any more $27 round trips. There's still some low flights, but I think, I think there was a huge opportunity that a lot of people may have missed out on based on that whole fear of sheltering in place. And I yeah. don't know if we'll ever get that again. Yeah, my my uh, my oldest son actually took advantage of that and booked a flight to California for mm -hmm. less than sixty dollars. I think he got his round trip ticket, and yeah. um, he went. He booked his flight, whatever, and he just he just kept saying, "You should come, you should come." Like this this place is gonna lock down, and people are not gonna be able to move and. Um, you'll never get this again. And I was just like, oh, no. But, you know, for me, I had I had other stuff to consider. But, yeah, he, mm -hmm. took, he did take advantage of that. And then he um, also said that it has changed, just like you, you were saying, Erica. Oh, yeah, it's changed. It's changed. It's changed. Um, 
I can definitely agree to that because, well, I don't know. I have to talk to some more. I probably talked to you ladies off offline, but when I was looking for um, my flights for my first class flights for um, Texas uh, for Houston, I'm like, I don't, I don't see the discounts. But then in my mind was, why am I worried about the discount? If I have the money to do this, let me do it. I wish I had jumped on, like you said, that window of opportunity. I wish I had jumped on going somewhere. Didn't have to be, you know, a whole planned vacation. But, like, for instance, you know, when I had time after a couple of things I did for business this summer, I had the time to just go, and I and I could have just done and the money. Okay. I don't, you know, I I just kind of held myself back, and um, I think that's something we should kind of talk to talk about as well in the in one of the next segments is why why do we as women women who have children under fifteen women who have um, uh, special needs families, women who are entrepreneurs, why do we hold ourselves back from taking the jump and just going to the places we need to go to? I mean, I, I, I don't want to limit it to you won't go to the meetings in your own area because of yada, yada, yada. I'm just saying if you know that there's a conference happening in Las Vegas in your industry, why are you not there? Why are you not traveling to that conference? Why are you not? Now, I know there's places, you know, we're doing the Zoom calls or the webinars or, or whatnot now because of COVID, but there are some places who have just said, we will just take 30 people and do the social distancing in one room instead of 300 people like we normally have, you know, just do it on a, on a smaller scale. I get that. But we're not even trying to be in those in those places at all. Does you know what I mean? So I, I'm thinking, you know, that that's probably a conversation that one of our whole our next segment we should we could probably talk our whole segment on about yeah. why we don't you know why we don't do that. And it's a I don't want to say it's a fear for me to hear the answers, but it's. It troubles me, um, and, and I'll touch on this and I'll leave it alone, but it, it troubles me because when people hear me say, when God says to me, Dana, I need you to get to Denmark, or I need you to get to Italy, or I need you to go to Germany, or I need you to be in Ethiopia in a month, you know, People, if, if you share that with people, they're like, oh, but what about COVID and you don't know what, what, what they're doing over there and, you know, what if this and what if that, you know, you know, people, they don't do it on purpose, but they inadvertently sow doubt. And my fear is that, you know, I think some of us hold ourselves back because we don't look at who has the ability to pull us forward. Yeah. You know? So, I, um, I, yeah, I think we should talk about that next time. Um, 
as well as if there are any other trips coming up. Um, so, so we're down to the wire here. And so, I, anything you got? Anything else you guys want to want to share? Uh, did you? Did any of you hear anything about people that have listened to the podcast? I haven't heard that, but I wanted to share two things. Um, one, I'm going to take a trip on Friday, so I'll be able to share that on the next uh-huh. podcast. And then two, um, Dana, I wanted to tell you, when you decide to do your first class, just a piece of advice. Don't do it on a two-hour flight or, you know, something small, because I don't uh-huh. think you don't get the full effect of it because it's a shorter flight. First okay. class is super awesome when it's an extended flight because you get way more benefit because they okay. have the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, that was all I had. All right, Tamiko? Well, I don't have anything to share. Anything else to share right now? Okay, perfect, perfect. So uh, that's good. We we do have some uh, things happening, and you never know what will change in the next couple of weeks. But I thank you, ladies, again. Um, I, I'm so glad we are doing this. This is, you know, our collaboration that helps each of us. And, you know, being able to talk about travel just always makes my mind go left, right, up, down on what can be done. So I thank you, ladies, and I applaud you um, for everything that you're doing and for, you know, the different things that you've shared um, today. Yes, um, our, our next show, our next segment is actually going to be that first week of November. November. So I, I really hope we can, because I know things will happen, but I November 3rd, Tuesday, November 3rd, I want you know, let's talk about why women don't travel to places that they need to. That you know, be our main topic, and and then we'll go into everything else like we like we have been. And you know, maybe I'll have some some news on you know where I'm going next, and you know how I'm going to go, or if I've done a day trip between now and then. I don't have any plans as of yet, but my weekends are normally free, so <laughs> all right. We sh- <laughs> we shall see. Um, Sounds like Santi Alley is calling. It's something. it? <laughs> like, let me look really quickly. Can I get a business class train ticket out there? Really? <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Let me stop. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> but, but nonetheless, I yeah, I will be looking that information up to seeing how soon I can get there and back because one of the things here in Wisconsin is it could be a blizzard tomorrow and it could be 70 degrees on Tuesday. So I just have to kind of plan accordingly. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but thank you. Go ahead. Oh, I was just I was just laughing at, at the at what you're saying. I used to have to fly out of Wisconsin with a fur coat on into Vegas and just strip it off in the airport. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's it's so funny. Like I had on a sweater. I I know we're trying to end this, but I went to get my coffee um, in Wauwatosa, which is um, basically a suburb of Milwaukee. Um, uh, Erica, because I know you're probably not familiar, but so I went to 
while I'm toasting, getting my coffee. And as I'm sitting there talking to my daughter on the phone, this lady pulls up, and I'm just like mid-conversation with my daughter. I'm like, I cannot believe this woman is dressed for a blizzard. She has on the scarf, wrapped like five times around her neck. She's got on this big coat. She's got on a hat. And I'm looking at the temperature on the, on the dash of the car, and I'm like, it's 40 degrees, not 10. She is ready. She is right. ready. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. I'm, under, I'm underdressed. I don't even want to stand next to my I'm underdressed. <laughs> but, but you kind of have to be prepared. You kind of have to be prepared. Mm-hmm. The weather could change. Yeah. So. <laughs> But, ladies, again, thank you so much. Um, Listening audience, thank you all so much for tuning in to the Triple Threat Travel Queens segment uh, on Bad Queens of the Roundtable podcast. Um, Tamiko Perryman, who's in Georgia, Erica Shannon, who's in Texas, and myself, who is in Wisconsin. We are really glad to bring this segment to you because it helps us help you and helps you to realize that you can do more. So God bless, and we will see you next time, November 3rd. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye now. Bye.